Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dr. Louise, and today we're talking about why seeking external validation, even from therapists, isn't helpful. All right, so as a survivor, you know, you've probably had a lot of your experiences invalidated right? Toxic people gaslight us. They try to deny the harm that they've caused. They do a lot of stuff to get us like really confused about what has happened and about what our lived experience really amounts to. And as a result of all of that psychological abuse, um, we are often not very confident in ourselves. We're often not sure what really happened or if we were doing the right thing or if we've understood our experiences in the right way we we feel i mean we feel insecure we're not sure we're not sure and we're not sure as a direct product of the abuse that we've experienced so this is a totally normal natural phenomenon nothing wrong with with feeling like you want some validation. <laughs> You've been invalidated a lot and it's time it's time for you to get some feedback that you're on the right path. Now, while that is perfectly natural, I understand it. I have been there myself, right? Um I think really focusing on trying to fulfill this need to be validated isn't the most useful thing for a survivor to do. It's natural. It's, it's a logical consequence of the way we were treated by toxic people, but I think it, it can be a bit problematic. And in our episode today, we're going to talk about some of the ways that, you know, really focusing on seeking this external validation uh, can cause us problems as survivors. Now, what I think what I think is happening here, like there is a real need that we have as survivors. And often we think of it in terms of validation, in terms of someone else confirming that we experienced the things the way that we did. But what I, what I want us to do, what I hope for us survivors is that we can shift away from the need to have validation, to be validated, but like rather than need it, rather than be desperate for it, rather than think I can't be okay unless someone validates the experiences I've had, I want us to shift into feeling our own power, into recognizing our own expertise, and to really see that validation more as icing on the cake rather than a central thing that we need in order to feel okay. I think the more fundamental thing, the thing that's actually lurking under this validation talk that so many survivors use is really this desire to be fully seen and understood, right? It's not so much that you need someone to tell you you did the right thing as much as you need someone to see you, to hear you, to feel the feelings that you had when you were in these really dark spaces. So I want us to be aware that's a that's a different thing than being validated, right? Validation is somebody comes over to you and says, "Yep, you've done the right thing. Yep, it all checks out. Good job." Right? That's that's validation. That's somebody telling you like, "Yeah, from my perspective, you did the right thing." That is a little bit dangerous. I, I get nervous when survivors are saying they really want that validation because I, I think you're giving too much power away. 
given too much power away. Instead, I think it's better to think of this in terms of that seeking to be fully seen and to be understood. That's not validation. That's something somebody can sit with you, right? They can sit with you. They can listen to you. They can spend time with you. Those are all things and can help you feel seen and understood. Okay. So what I want to talk about, because I know, I know this validation thing. I know that it's really common. I, I hear survivors all the time saying it like, oh, I just, I just wish I could feel validated. I wish my choices were validated. And I, I know that a lot of people think that this is uh, what happens in therapy. Like a therapist will come and be like, yes, you were dealing with a narcissist. And yes, you experience, what you experienced was really abuse. And it, it is true if it's a claim like they are a narcissist, you do need to see a, a therapist, a psychologist to validate that claim because, right, those labels, narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, any kind of uh, official mental health diagnosis, those are terms that come from the field of psychology. They come from the DSM. And if you want confirmation that you're dealing with someone like this, the you need to go to experts in the field of psychology to get that. So I think if you are looking for that kind of validation, therapist is, is the way to go. Although it is worth noting that therapists have a general policy of not diagnosing anyone that is not actively their patient. So you won't get a robust diagnosis from a therapist just by virtue of you explaining what happened in the situation, but you can get a more informal thing. Okay. So there's, there's some good to be had there. Okay. Something good there, but I think it, we often as survivors take it too far. We're, we're seeking this validation to the extent that it's causing ourselves harm. So the first reason that I think it's, it's not helpful to really focus on seeking this external validation is the simple fact that nobody knows your situation like you do. Okay. So you can sit down with me or you can sit down with a therapist and you can, you can tell them, you know, tell them, describe your situation, describe what's happening to you. And you know, the person listening to you can use their best judgment to be like, okay, those things make sense. Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, the person you're speaking to doesn't know that much about the situation, right? All we have is the 45 minutes or maybe the couple of sessions that we have spoken with you, right? Where we have a general sense of what's going on. We haven't lived it. We don't know the people that we're talking to, right? If we were, if you were going to get real robust validation from an external person, they would have to really in depth know all about your situation, right? Like, isn't that the kind of validation you're thinking of when you really want, when you really need this external validation? Don't you want somebody who knows the facts of the situation, who knows everything about it and says, yep, all checks out. You did the right thing. The problem here is nobody, nobody knows those things, but you. You're the only one that knows what feelings were created in you in that situation. You're the only one that knows the, the depth of the abuse that you've experienced by the toxic person. You can tell me about it. Sure. You, you can go, go ahead. Please, please do tell me about it if that's what you feel is right. But 
your words don't necessarily capture the actual experience. As the listener, I am limited by my own ability to imagine and empathize and understand what you're talking about. Now, obviously, when you're talking to a survivor, somebody who's experienced similar things, they have a lot more depth and ability to, to understand at a deeper level what you're saying. But still, they're not going to know all of the details of your particular situation. You are the only one with enough information to really confirm everything that you think about the situation, to really confirm that you're doing the right thing, to really confirm what you're seeing with your own eyes. You are an expert in your own situation. Okay, so any kind of validation that's going to come from somebody else, it's, it's not going to be as well-informed as any ideas that you have developed about the situation. You've got all of the information. You've got very detailed information compared to somebody you speak to for 45 minutes, you know, once a week for a while, right? So one of the reasons I think seeking this external validation isn't necessarily the most helpful is because you're putting a lot on the other person, on the person you're speaking to and their ability to understand your situation. It's almost like you're dismissing your own expertise here. You are the expert in your situation. If you think X, Y, and Z is happening, you're in the best possible position to make those judgment calls. Now, of course, someone like a therapist or a coach or a counselor, right? These people might be able to give you some additional information that can further confirm what you were already thinking, but that's not the same thing as validation, right? Validation is the, the therapist, the coach, the counselor coming over to you, looking at the entire situation and being like, check, 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 all of this checks out, you did the right thing. They, these folks just can't do it. It's not because they don't want to, right? I'm a coach. I, I want to, to take on all that information. I really want to sit there with you and tell you for sure that you're doing the right thing. And, you know, if we chat, I, I will let you know that from my perspective, it sounds like you did the right thing. That is the very most I can honestly do, though. I don't know what your experience was. I didn't live it. I don't know the people you're talking about. I can't know them given the way the things are set up. So the very most I can do is to say like, yeah, it sounds like you did the right thing. And I will tell you that, right? If you work with me, I will tell you if, if I believe it in my heart that you did the right thing, I will share that with you. But my perspective as an outsider is limited. And I think when survivors get really focused on needing external validation, they lose sight of that, right? They, it, it like becomes too meaningful to them that this outside expert agreed. When that outside expert is limited in, in their ability to understand the situation. So what you want to do is recognize that you are the expert here. The external validation is icing on the cake, right? The experts already made their determination. If somebody says, yeah, you did the right thing. Okay, good little pat on the back. That's nice. But we don't want to desperately need that given it's not as strong as you might have hoped. 
So that's, that's the first reason that I think uh, it's not always super helpful to focus on seeking external validation. Um, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. And I got two more points for why you really want to think hard if you are finding yourself feeling the need for external validation as a survivor. So another reason you might resist this need for external validation is at the end of the day, you can always discount someone's validation, right? Because external validation is always kind of set up on shaky grounds, right? It, it necessarily because the person doing this validating doesn't have access to the information that you have, right? That's always going to be true if they're external to the situation, right? Because that validation is always kind of shaky. If you want to dismiss it, you can. So let's say, you know, you're having a, you're, you're having a bad day. You're in a bad mood. You've got a lot of crap that you're dealing with. Toxic people are throwing a bunch of shit at you, or maybe you're working, you're deep in your healing journey, and it's just the mountain is too hard to climb today, right? You can, in when you're in these kind of more negative states, just be like, oh yeah, you know, the therapist said this, but what do they know? Right? Whatever. Like, just because one person said it's true doesn't make it true. Whatever right? Like we can really easily kind of say like, oh, well, yeah, okay. They said that, but what they said doesn't count or like, oh yeah, but like, what do they know? Right? It's, it's pretty easy to become dismissive of the external validation. And that's not totally unjustified because it, it is true that this external person doesn't know as much as you. It is true that whatever external validation you're seeking is uh, kind of shaky. So what does that mean for those of us who feel the need to have external validation? We have to recognize the limits of the good that this external validation can bring. If you're thinking like, oh, well, I just wish someone would tell me I did the right thing. You know, I want you to really think about like, okay, if someone did tell you that, right? Let's let's say it's someone that's a professional, right? Let's say you you're you're working with a counselor and the counselor says, yes, you did the right thing. Would that bring you all of the comfort that you're seeking? If you were feeling particularly negative that day, would the counselor's words guarantee that you had done the right thing? My guess is probably not. If you're in a really dark space, it's going to be easy to find reasons to reject the, the external person's comments, right? It might bring you some comfort, some immediate comfort to have somebody say, yeah, you did the right thing, but that's not going to magically resolve all of the doubts in your mind. It's not going to magically take care of all of the questions that you have right? Those things are still going to linger no matter how many people, you know, give you a golden star for your decision-making. At the end of the day, I think what, what's happening when we're seeking external validation is we want confirmation that we did the right thing, that our choices were right. The challenge with that is the only kind of way we can make peace with those decisions is through us. 
it's through the decisions, it's through the thought process, it's through the feelings that you navigate as the decision maker. Other people can bring us some comfort when they say yes, or maybe, you know, discomfort if they tell us that, no, you did the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, this is a individual process making decisions about what to do with toxic people, figuring out how to understand your circumstance. It's a very personal thing. It's at the end of the day, it's just you and your thoughts. It's just you and the consequences of your decisions. So I think when we're really getting ourselves worked up that we need the external validation, we are thinking it's going to be this end-all, be-all confirmation, and we'll never have to experience any doubt again. But you can always discount someone's confirmation that you did the right thing. You can always find some reason to be like, they don't know enough, they, their training isn't good enough, They maybe they're wrong, maybe I didn't tell them the right thing. You can always find excuses for why that external validation could be wrong. And for that reason, I think it's not, it's not super helpful to really fixate on needing this kind of external validation. So that was my second point. The third point here is that uh, not all professionals are perfect. <laughs> Spoiler, if you didn't know, uh, not every therapist is created equal. Not every coach is created equal. Not every counselor is created equal. Sometimes professionals make mistakes. So having a professional confirm what you already know, right? Whether you're feeling the need to be validated that the things you experienced were really abuse or whether you're looking for that confirmation that you did the right thing, right? Having a professional confirm that is only as powerful as the reliability that this professional is right. If you get a bad professional, lots of survivors have had this experience, right? We, we go into to seek a, a therapist, um, right? We're trying to work with a therapist, trying to take care of our mental health. We go in and we're telling them that, you know, mom was abusive and dad was bad in these ways. And the therapist does something wild like, oh, well, did you try talking to them? Like just a totally outrageous thing <laughs> to say to a survivor. Like we have we have moved way beyond the simple solutions to any kind of family dynamics when we're dealing with toxic people. Like, of course, we've tried talking to them and it didn't work. Like this is a stupid thing to say to us. Right. So sometimes you get a bad professional and they can invalidate you. They can bring in more doubts. They can make it seem like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. If you work with a professional who doesn't know anything about narcissistic abuse um, or abuse at the hands of toxic people, you can have a really negative experience. That negative experience is even worse when you went into that space thinking, I need to be validated. I need someone to tell me that I did the right thing. Go see this professional and they're like, no, you did the wrong thing. Like you, like parents are always the most important thing and every kid should be loyal to their parents no matter what, right? That is going to hurt a thousand times more if you went in trying to fill this need to be validated. 
So when we're seeking that external validation, we are giving a lot of power to the person that we're communicating with, right? We are giving them all of this power to tell us whether what we did is right or wrong. Depending on what they say, we can have a great day or we can have a crap day, or maybe we have, you know, extra trauma to deal with depending on how they, they respond. That is a whole lot of power to be given away as a survivor. The truth is not all professionals are created equal. Some make mistakes and some of them are just straight up bad. Okay, we've all encountered a bad therapist as a survivor of toxic people. It sucks. Uh, it sucks a lot. It can be really hurtful. And we are making it easier for ourselves to get hurt when we are seeking external validation from these folks. Okay. So what I want for us, what I want for us survivors is to shift away from really needing that external validation and instead recognize that you are the expert in your own experience. You already know what's happened. You've already figured it out. Some people are going to get it and some people aren't. Okay, so whatever other people's opinions are, whether they are the opinions of a professional or they are the opinions of Joe Schmo on the street or whether they are the opinions of your, you know, great aunt Sally, whoever, whoever's opinions it is, that doesn't change what you, the expert, know. So what I want us to do is shift away from needing that external validation. And I want us to cut into what I think is the more fundamental thing that we're seeking here as survivors. I don't think that we really need the external validation the way we sometimes think of ourselves, right? I think we say that we, we talk in terms of external validation. And I think that's in part because of the way we have been invalidated by toxic people. They have pushed us to be in a place that's um, maybe a little bit desperate for someone to come tell us that we're understanding the situation right. And I can understand it, but I don't think that's the core issue for survivors. I think the core issue is that we all really want to be fully seen and we want to be understood. Like on a really deep level, we want to be seen and understood. That is more important. And that really is a two-way street. If you're going to be seen, someone has to see you. You do need someone external in order to do that. Right? Now, an external person, when it comes to seeing you, they might have opinions about your choices. They might, they might have that. But if they will make space for you, sit with you, really listen to you, try to understand the situation from your perspective, their opinions about what you're doing are not so important, right? What's really important is that being seen and that being understood. At the end of the day, you already know everything you need to know that you are right. You're the expert. You know what happened. You know how shitty it was when that person abused you. You know how difficult it's been as you've been trying to work with this person to make the situation better. You know the piles of work you've had to do to, to repair and heal from all of those difficult things. You know these things. You don't need somebody to come over and check your work and give you the gold star. 
you already know. But what you might need as a survivor is that space to feel safe, to feel seen, and to feel understood. And you know, that at the end of the day, that is what I prioritize when I'm working with survivors as clients. I help people first and foremost be seen and understood. I share my story. I share things with you from my past so that you know I really have enough lived experience to see the, the meaning of the pain that you've gone through. I can see, I can feel the hardship that you've gone through because I've walked through similar hardship in my own life. I really try to make sure that every client I work with has that space to feel seen and understood. And you know, it's a different activity than being validated, but you know, it really empowers people. You know, here, my, my business here is called Empowerment Through Thought. And that is no joke. I authentically empower survivors by giving them that space to feel authentically seen to feel deeply understood. That at the end of the day is the core of what I do as a coach. Yes, uh, there are other things we're going to do beyond that. We're going to work on where do we do, what do we do now that we're feeling more seen and understood? What can we do to advance our journey? What can we do to overcome the challenges that we're facing? But at the end of the day, the first task I have with any survivor is to help them with this fundamental thing, this deep need to be seen and understood. It's not about validation. I can tell you that you did the right thing. I probably will tell you from my perspective that you did the right thing. Because guess what? Survivors are super freaking smart. Okay? Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You guys are super smart. You know what's up. You know like what's going on. You're really good at analyzing the situation, right? Like you guys, you guys are killing it. You're really doing a good job. So yeah, I will tell you from my situation, from my perspective, it looks like you're doing the right thing. Like I, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, that's not what's important about what we're going to talk about, right? Me validating you, maybe that's icing on the cake, but that's not the core thing. You're the expert. You're the one that's got to make peace with these decisions. It doesn't really matter if Dr. Louise says yes or no to you. Okay. What matters is that Dr. Louise spent some time with you and really saw you and really understood where you were coming from. That's the magic. That's the empowerment. So if you're interested in, in working with me as a client, if you feel like you're called to really to really have that experience of being 100% seen and really deeply being understood by a fellow survivor, you know, I'd encourage you to head over to my website. It's just empowermentthroughthought.com. If you go to the top right corner, you'll see a tab that says work with me. Go ahead and click on that. And uh, you'll be taken to some information about what it's like to work with me and click any button on that page. It'll take you to an application so that, that we can get started and so that I can really help you get to that core need, that core thing that's really dragging you backwards on your journey and help you feel that safe, seen and understood feeling. 
All right, well, thanks so much for listening today. I hope you found this interesting. I hope that I didn't step on anyone's toes by saying validation might not be the thing. And you know, if you have any feedback for me, go ahead, shoot me an email. I'm Dr. Louise at empowermentthroughthought.com. I'd love to hear what you have to say and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.